place I'd give the world to see Where the music softly playing And the rhythms gently swaying Underneath the stars in a million bars Guitars are softly saying Mexico Yes, once more off to uh, Latin America, and uh, it's a uh, very good evening to uh, Jonathan Bonfilio. Uh, John, very good evening to you. Good evening, Mr. Kellner. How are you? Uh, I'm fine, absolutely fine. Um, and interesting, we're going to talk this week about uh, Haiti, because we've, uh, we've not talked that much about Haiti. I, th- I don't think we've mentioned it that much, but of course it uh, was in the headlines this week with the assassination of the president. It is the single biggest story over here by by some distance. Haiti, long, painful history of foreign intervention, political instability, natural disasters, uh, well known as being the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere and one of the poorest countries on Earth. But even taking all of that into account, waking up to the news that we all woke up to on Thursday of the, um, I mean, the word shocking is often overused in the news, but the actually shocking assassination of the of the president, uh, Jovenel Moise, in, in Haiti, um, was, you know, absolutely left field. And even by Haitian standards, I mean, there hasn't been an assassination of a sitting president in over a 100 years, and it's completely thrown the country, the country's leadership, because nobody agrees who's in charge now, and the upcoming elections into complete chaos in the country. Yeah. I mean, do we know who's assassinated the president? Uh, I mean, I've read various stories about suspects and such like. So we think we know who actually pulled the trigger. We definitely don't know who was behind it. So the actual agents that seemed to have pulled the trigger was a, was a crew of about 28 mercenaries. Uh, again, shockingly, uh, found 26 of them to have been ex-members of the Colombian military that flew into the Dominican Republic, had, uh, by all accounts on social media, some quite nice holiday time before crossing the land border over into Haiti and then forming this this mercenary crew that then uh, burst their way into Moise's uh, home at 1 a.m. on on Wednesday morning. And there were two Americans of joint uh, Haitian-American citizenship that that took part as well. Assuming that that is what actually took place and that uh, the the people who who have been picked up, eight are still uh, on the run, uh, assuming that is true, that what we've been told there is true, that's really amazing. And obviously there's some... You know, somebody behind that, somebody's contracted them to um, to undertake this. And for sure, the president of Haiti, Jovenel Moïse, had a lot of enemies. Um, I mean, since he came to power in contested elections, there was widespread instability and riots and demonstrations in, in 2019 throughout almost the whole year because of a um, an embezzlement of, of petrol funds crisis in, in the country as well. So he's widely disparaged and, and hated and, and in some contexts is even regarded as not being uh, rightful current president of Haiti at the moment that his term has expired. So he's got plenty of people lining up to sling mud at him. But this extreme event of of Wednesday of the morning, who knows who who actually uh, who actually ran it? Nobody is seriously suggesting that it's a foreign agency, even though they were foreign troops that that pulled the trigger at this point. Yeah, I mean, Haiti's uh, for for many years it was Papa Doc Duvalier, wasn't it, who was 
in charge there. Um, and uh, as you say, it's a, you know, it's an understatement to say it's got a troubled uh, history, uh, not just the poverty, but the gangs as well. I mean, it, I, I saw some coverage because my my daughter's been covering it from uh, from Washington. I saw that on uh, on TV, and it just seemed like um, you know gang warfare was rife on the streets of uh, Haiti, and it looked like a you know a very unstable, very dangerous place at the moment. Yeah, especially in, in urban areas, you know, Port-au-Prince and, and a few other cities, it's definitely, you know, a, a place you would probably choose not to, not yeah. to go to. And there has been an upsurge in, in, in violence and kidnappings of, of missionaries and the like over, over the recent past and, and a rise of militias, which as you say, actually take us right back to the 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s and the autocratic rule, the dictators of the Papadoc and Baby Doc Duvaliers that were at the time and still really are synonymous with being amongst the most you know, brutal rulers of the 20th century in terms of uh, the terror and the violence that they that they meted out to uh, not even to their opponents, but anybody, you know, who they thought might even be an opponent of the of the future. And, and so there's been a little bit of the rise of that recently. And one of the, the, the issues actually with Moise, the, the, the now deceased president, is that he was increasingly being tied to the rise of of a lot of these militias too. For sure, Haiti, like an incredible history, you had, had was ruled by the Spanish for 200 years and moved over to the French, um, and then um, who essentially had a, a whole series of plantations there, and at that time was one of the richest uh, countries on earth and, and imported uh, loads of African slaves there, hence the current uh, demogra- demographic, and it was the first place actually to, um, to outlaw slavery, and it had its, its revolution in about 1800. But since that revolution... Um, it's really been, you know, not the best news story by any stretch of the imagination in terms of, in particular, the abuses of power. And also, I mean, uh, we're beginning hurricane season now and Hurricane Elsa has just passed straight of, uh, over the top of, of Haiti and it's consistently battered by earthquakes, uh, hurricanes and so mm. on to the extent that the earthquake of 2010 took out one in 200 uh, people in the population died as a result of that earthquake which then led to a cholera outbreak that lasted for 10 years so for sure it's a country where anything that can go wrong does go wrong and has done since you know the beginning of things yeah absolutely and it doesn't uh, I mean, it's, it looks fairly hopeless because they, they haven't really recovered from that from that earthquake and you know the hurricanes the national uh, the natural disasters as well um a real a real problem for uh, for haiti um, I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, as I say, my daughter's covered the story from Washington. They don't actually send her to Haiti because yeah. it looks like a dangerous place. It really does. No, a small, a small biplane to Haiti would not be the best flight to, to be sent no. on. Not, not at all. Now, um, the uh, Copa America, it's the third and fourth place uh, final. Actually, is it taking place now or is it just finished? No, it's taking place uh, yep, at the moment and the big build up to tomorrow night's uh, final obviously the big old rivalry between argentina and brazil um which everybody is is waiting for and in many ways being regarded as the messi final because messi incredibly decorated footballer that that he is has actually won absolutely nothing with uh, uh with the argentine national team and this is perhaps his his last and, and and biggest best attempt to to win something we you know the english obviously go back a long time a lot of recent chat as to 66 and consecutive finals and so on. But we, it's very easy to forget that actually Argentina have won nothing since the 1993 uh, Copa America. So they are also fairly destitute and desperate to, to win something in the, in the major trophy stakes. 
Yeah, and who's who's the favourite? Is it Brazil favourites to win? Do you think? Well, I guess Brazil Brazil are at home now because of the, the whole location changes, and they certainly in the early stages, uh, you know, were, were beating teams significantly more you know, more comprehensively than Argentina have done. And Argentina just came through on on penalties against Colombia that actually had an incredible tournament uh, in in the semi. So I guess you you would have to think that Brazil potentially are. Uh, you know our favourites going into it, but with these with these matches between Brazil and Argentina, where there is absolutely no no love lost, it's going to be a humdinger. A humdinger. Well, we're looking forward to a humdinger over here as well between uh, between England and uh, Italy. So uh, humdingers all round. Uh, thanks uh, ever so much, John. We'll uh, talk again next week if that's okay. Take care, Martin. Good man, uh, John Bonfilio there joining us from uh, Mexico. Now we're going to look.